0: Sparling, this calls for the old Billy Barule. Um, Billy, 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 Billy. Oh, Billy, Billy, Billy. This is a biggie.
1: In your life have you seen anything like that? Hey everyone, welcome to the ninth edition of the Conquer Golf Podcast. This is Brian Thompson alongside Kevin Noto. We have an action-packed episode today. Probably uh, one of the most exciting weeks uh, in recent memory in the golf world and certainly previewing uh, Ryder Cup to come. So plenty to talk about. Um, Kevin, what what did you think about the, the festivities over the weekend?
0: Yeah. It was a joyous day. Uh, Long awaited for, I think, every golf fan, and every non-golf fan even. Um, I mean, I was watching the Golf Channel uh, on Saturday night, and they were saying for the first time, it's extremely rare, but the tournament was actually selling tickets on Saturday night for Sunday's round. Like, last-minute tickets, because Tiger was in the lead. Um, So just all these people come out of the woodworks, you know? Packed them in, for sure. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, so... Um, really, really good for the golf world, really, really good for our, our hearts and spirits here on the yeah. Talker Golf Podcast is yeah. uh,
1: we love Tiger. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we it wasn't really a surprise either. Like, Well, I mean, it wasn't a surprise for me. I don't think you were really surprised. but It was brewing for one, a long one time. One of us did pick him to win last mm, week. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, somebody did. And you weren't so bad with your Horschel pick either. Yeah, you, it was kind of... Run kind of off the wall. Yeah, I think that was a more impressive pick than my Tiger to win <laughs> pick. Uh, for sure. So I, I just thought it was, it was just cool. It just seemed like it was appropriate, given the way that he's played, uh, to kind of cap off his proverbial comeback. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I've been concerned. He's, he's been back for a while. Um, yeah. But finally actually kind of put it all together one week. I think in the last... Maybe month or so since he's switched switched up the driver a little bit and gotten the t ball mm-hmm. in play with some regularity. Uh, you've just seen him him kind of raise his overall game like to a level that he wasn't quite at before, right? It was
0: yeah. Well, it was the one chink in the armor, right? Yeah. Is, he hit driver less frequently than anyone, so that in, in itself is a disadvantage. And then when he would hit it. It would be more crooked, which is also so. Like there was no, it was it was holding him back, and then now he's hitting it. He's hitting it often. Yeah, and he's he, hitting he's, it straight. Yeah, he's pulling it out a lot, and he's hitting it good. So it's like, and of course those two things generally go together, right? But yeah, but it it just shows you how the rest of the game is there. You know, maybe if he has an off week putting, he'll take top five. But if yeah. he puts average. He's always going to hit his irons, and his short game looks tasty. So, like, that is always going to be good enough to win, it appears. Yeah. I don't know. It's impressive. Did you...
1: The one thing that was very interesting to me is people have talked for a, a very long time about how when Tiger gets in the last group, or he's, he's in the lead, mm-hmm. he's, you know, other people just sort of wilt away. Mm-hmm. And with the exception of Billy Horschel, we pretty much saw that. Yeah. Uh, and, and Horschel came from, from a little ways behind, right? He was, a, I don't know how many groups in front he was, but it was... Far I mean, enough to like not feel the pressure maybe. Yeah, so I, I had a, uh, hesitate to call it an epiphany, but I, I realized that if you are, if you're in the last day and Tiger Woods is in the last group, mm-hmm. you're, if you're like one or two groups in front of him, maybe even three groups, you're dealing with crowds that are assembling in front of Tiger's Mm -hmm. approach to that hole right and so whereas if Tiger is in the group in front of you and you're in the last group Mm -hmm. by the time the last group comes to whatever hole where Tiger has played they've already cleared out and gone like two holes in front right just it's like the effect it's sort of like Tiger's army if you will like Arnold Palmer used to have his army like it just seems like that would be a, a more significant factor for, you know, creating more kind of chaos and things that you need to deal with. Just like there's just this huge swarm of people, yeah. That even though they're not coming to watch you, they're still around and they're trying to jostling j- for spots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's just a lot more ruckus. Um, I think
0: I've heard them say, David Duval and stuff say that um, playing behind Tiger is also hard. Because even like you were saying, they're clearing out, but l- oftentimes the crowd is so dense yeah. that the clear out isn't, it takes like 10 minutes for a crowd to actually clear out. And by then you're hitting your approach shot to the green that had eight people deep or 20 people deep, you know, around sure. it. and It's like, 100 so people I, deep think, last week. <laughs> I think if you're, yeah, if you're anywhere within a two hole radius, you feel yeah. the swarm, you know? Yeah. Um, And that's got to be real for those guys. It just has to be. Uh, I mean, Rory played really bad. His best tool in his bag
1: failed him horribly. It's really unfortunate. I want to say he hit like four fairways maybe. I was, which is about the same amount as Rose hit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, that was really bad. Yeah, and he played awful too. Maybe, I mean, we have a new world number one now. D, well, an old one now. isn't it DJ? yeah yeah, yeah. So, like, not new but new for this week it, it changed hands again this, so. this, this whole golf
1: rankings FedEx Cup uh, it's kind of a joke it's like it's kind of fun to talk about occasionally but it's like why do we have this like crappy system that just like how, how could you win the FedEx Cup and then, like, move down in the world rankings. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. And you, you, you lose the Tour Championship, win the FedEx Cup, and move, move down, down in the world yeah. rankings. Like, it just seems backwards. It uh, is strange. Several different ways. I mean, DJ placed higher in the tournament. Yeah. So that's
0: how he leapfrogged them. But at the same time, well, like, like a, you're one saying... one spot, right? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't much. But it know. must have had something to do with, like, the two-year, you know,
1: yeah. some tournament got dropped that rose one or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to the amendments to the format next year because I really, what I don't want to see is Justin Rose or anybody else for that matter lag a 30 footer on the last hole to like a foot and fist pump because they came and tied for fourth. Mm -hmm. Like that just seems like very anticlimactic and just wrong on several, not taking anything away from Justin Rose. Like he did have a great year and. You know, based on the way that the format is set up, he obviously deserved to win. Yeah. But it just seems like it's not the way that you'd want to finish the season. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I mean, horrible round. He kind of limped in, and he gets the $10 million check. So it's yeah. strange. It's interesting. Uh, next year it'll, it'll all be different. It'll be interesting if you see some guy from the middle of the pack next year win the Tour Championship, but, like, he might have, like, a three-shot lead and he's still trying to make birdies coming home because he needs... Well, yeah, or, I mean, he's... Been... Or not a three-shot lead, but, like, someone who's just, I guess, they'll start at a deficit, right? Yeah. So, it'll be interesting. Yeah. The the choke factor there will be, will be very real. Because if... <laughs> if you're, like, if number you one... you start off with a huge lead
1: and some guy's charging on you, you know... Well, in this case, I mean, it would have been Bryson DeChambeau, right? Yeah. Like, had he been in the... He would have been the one who's ahead by however many shots. He might have finished it three or something. Tiger finished it...
0: Yeah, Tiger would have leapfrogged him for sure. Yeah. Or it would have been close. Right. Oh, it would
1: have been very close.
0: Um, I think Justin Rose might... No. I don't know. Yeah, it would have been... It would have been close. Probably... More exciting, yeah.
1: For certainly, like they would have been
0: there was a lot of shuffling on the back nine with the points, the points that no one can understand. Well, exactly. And we need it's... announcers to tell us what's happening, but it, right, right, there was a lot going on there, so
1: yeah, there was. Um, uh, anyways, I think, I think the changes will be good. You'll get number one, we'll get spotted some points and progressively fewer, uh, or not points, but spotted some strokes, yeah. Uh, so that'd be good. Um, before we get into the Ryder Cup preview, I, I do have to share an, a little bit of an anecdote from uh, the other day. I played uh, I played in the Safeway.com. My, my PGA Tour season yes. started on Monday. uh and abrupt, for the card. Uh, abruptly ended. Um, <laughs> but I, I played in a, a pre-qualifier for the Safeway.com uh, uh, Open, and it was at a course down in the South uh, San francisco bay area mm-hmm. um, and i I was warming up on the range and i'm my game is it's okay it's, it's good like no you're good it, it's it's not like it's solid it's it's decent right like i I went there with the expectation that you know i I definitely had a chance at, at getting through the pre qualifier for sure if I played reasonably and um I played a little bit worse than reasonably, so uh not a lot worse I shot one over par for eighteen holes but what was uh I think i need I needed to shoot two under at this the course was playing pretty easy it was there's no wind, which is really rare at this venue, and they moved it was only playing like sixty six hundred yards the pin positions were pretty friendly um, you know basically they're trying to weed out the players that have no mm-hmm. business being there right mm-hmm. and there were plenty of those players <laughs> in fact, I was on the range. Before I started, and I there's two courses at this facility, at Cody Creek, and uh, I couldn't discern who the players were that were playing in the qualifier, but on the the tournament course versus the players that were not in the qualifier on the valley course. And as I'm warming up, I'm look, looking to my left and my right, and like the one guy showed up with a big staff bag. I'm like, this guy's got to be in the qualifier, like yeah, but he. I kid you not, there's no way he broke 90. Yeah. Like, it was... And, and then the guy to my left, like, I saw him and I and I looked and... I don't know, like, you don't... You don't want to judge a book by its cover, mm-hmm. but, like, just watching somebody hit balls in the range... like Oh, that's not judging a book by their cover. You're watching he, him swing. Yeah. I thought you meant you watched him got out of his car. And no, 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 when he, he, no. No, 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 no. But he... Uh, I mean, he he set up and he had his hands like between his knees. It's set up and like super, I'm like, I'm there's still, there's yeah. there's no chance. Like I yeah. there's there's no ch- like why are why is he here? And then sure enough, I ended up getting getting paired with him. And he was a nice guy, very very pleasant. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I'm trying to like figure out like how how can they the tour like minimize the amount of people like that that are playing in these qualifiers. The other guy I played with. Admittedly told me that he would have been happy to break ninety. Yeah, I'm that's like, unbelievable. Then what are you even doing at the qualifier? Okay. What are the restrictions for signing up? Do
0: they have handicap restrictions? No. They don't. No. That's strange to me. I because even the amateur tournaments I plan, it's all like five point
1: two or lower. It's a professional event, so like I think they have to assume that like a lot of the pros just don't even have carry. handicaps. Yeah.
0: That's a good point. And and handicaps could be folly, you know? There's, there's yeah. so many shoots 114 in every tournament I play in. Yeah. Um, and they're supposed to be, uh, like, 5.4s or less. So, um,
1: wow. Yeah, it was... And, like, I don't know if they send letters after the fact, but, like, I mean, I, sh- I shot a 70... So the guy that told me he would be happy to break 90, he ended up yeah. shooting 80 and was thrilled. Stoked. And I'm, I'm telling you, this course, I mean... You've played the tournament course, like, yeah. In, in wind, it's not super hard, but with no wind, mm-hmm. and it was in good shape, like it's really easy. Yeah, like I played really poorly to shoot seventy three, and you know, for for me, like I was mm-hmm. pretty pretty bad. Um, and and these guys both they were like talking to me as if like I was like amazing, and I'm just yeah. like, you know, it's like one of those things where you're kind of like uncomfortable. It's like, thanks. But I'm yeah. terrible. Yeah. And. <laughs> it's when you hit
0: a shot, you get mad. And then they're acting like it's the greatest shot they've ever seen. So you have to say, like, thank you. But yeah. you really just want to be, like, upset at your yeah. low average wedge yeah. to 30 feet, you and, know? And if you, if you act, like, upset, then they think you're a jerk. And yeah. It's like... Yeah. So it puts you in a weird position where you have to, like, hide how you're feeling on the golf course, which is it's strange. I, I had no idea that they, now that you're saying it, it makes sense. A lot of pros don't have handicaps and how do they regulate it? I mean, they can't be doing it for the money, right?
1: Yeah, no. So, so my, my idea is that they should make the pre-qualifier and Monday qualifier a tournament unto itself where there's an actual purse and some segment of the tournament gets their money back. Um... And like maybe if you qualify, you get like a small profit, right? Like it's not enough, but then they could at least charge more, and the good players would be able to bank on like, okay, I'm going to get most of my money back. Yeah. Um, but the bad players would like look at it as throwing away, like instead of because it was only like two hundred bucks, I think, or two fifty. I can't remember which one is. Yeah. One of them is two hundred and one of them is two fifty, and I can't remember what like if you get through the pre qualifier, you pay an additional two hundred or two fifty. Mm-hmm. But like if they just charged you five hundred bucks out of the gate or 600 bucks. Yeah. And you were able to make some of that back if, as long as you didn't shoot over like 74 or 5 or something. Yeah. Right? So like, okay, it, now I can justify playing in it, but hopefully people that don't have a prayer of breaking 75 aren't going to want to pay their 600 bucks to get into this qualifier yeah. like to play Coyote Creek. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's... And then they could even do a cut, right? Like they could do two rounds back to back, make it a tournament, like, they'd probably get a lot more players that would travel for the qualifiers, I would imagine. Like, it would be financially more feasible for... Yeah, if you get your feedback. Yeah. Yeah. And then they would hopefully... Yeah, I don't know. That's my idea. If uh, you've got similar ideas, I think maybe talk to your local PGA section about (laughs) putting that together. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's a hard one because, you know, Anytime you don't have, like, a metric like a handicap to go off of, it's hard to tell people that they just can't play. It, yeah. It's impossible. You can't. So what you're saying is you have to make it not feasible. Yeah, these make it cost prohibitive. Play. Yeah. Right? And if you're going to tra- double charge the people who qualify, then charge that money up front and pay it out. Yeah. Yeah. That, that does make sense. Yeah. Uh, it seems reasonable. I'm sure entry would go down. Um, it would be a lot more reserved for the serious player.
1: So Yeah. I think that'd be good.
0: And I think, I think that's the goal. Like, at that point, this isn't some, like, jokey joke thing, you know? It, you're well, trying to qualify for like, a PGA Tour event, and you might do one or two a year and have fun, um, and you want to be serious and you want to get in, because that would be a dream. That would right. be a dream come true for you. But then there's other people there that, like, are actually trying to do that for a living, and they might have sponsors, and they might, you know, it, right. a lot might hinge on that, and if they got to go out there and play with some guy who's careering in eighty. Right. That's going to affect them.
1: Yeah. 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 And it's like, look, I look at myself as like, it's, it's almost a pipe dream for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, it's like, I don't, I don't, it's not so much of a pipe dream that I feel guilty signing up. Like clearly I can, I'm capable of playing well enough to get through on a good day. But like, I shouldn't be embarrassing, you know, myself or slowing, I'm not going to be slowing up play or anything. Yeah. um, (laughs) The other thing, so so the one the one guy is side saddler. No. Not only was he side saddler, but he did like a Texas two-step whenever he was reading a putt because he would he would read it on one side, like side saddling, and then he would jump over his line and pretend to putt the other way, trying to like read the slope, and then he would what? aim point it. Oh, dude, he did it like two or three times on, on like five footers. He'd be like going back and forth across his line, putt, like pretending to putt both ways to try and get a read of the slope. I was just like oh my god! and the worst part is that he birdied the first hole so like he's like in mentally he's like oh I'm grinding I'm in it you yeah. know and then, and then instantly doubled the next hole and it just went downhill from there but it was just like <laughs> wow this is uh, it was brutal and then the other guy third hole yeah was the last thing and then we could talk about the Ryder Cup third hole we're teeing off and he's like oh I'm uh, switching to a on one or whatever number it was mm-hmm. and I'm like I did kind of a double take. I was like, "Wait, weren't you, weren't you playing like a a Titleist on the mm-hmm. hole before?" And he was like, "Oh yeah." He's like, uh, "But I had to stop at Walmart to pick up some balls on my way in, and they didn't have any uh, of the balls that I play left, so um, I ended up getting, having to get these ones." And I was just like, <laughs> what "Was the one ball rule?" Well, right. So that was instantly what I thought. That's why I did like a double take, and I had to. I was like, "Well, I'm I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure the one ball rule is in effect, and." So he ended up playing this, that that hole with the same cool. ball that he had, and after that hole, I managed to see a rules official. I was like, "Why don't we just confirm before you switch to a different yeah. brand and model?" And it wasn't in effect for the pre qualifier, which was a little bit surprising. Um, that is interesting. He said it, it it is for the Monday, but not for the pre qualifier, um, which is a little bit. Why don't they play under the same rules? I don't, I don't know. Um, well, that's a, but like, if you're getting your, does any like do people get golf equipment at walk? I mean, like. I mean, Does any serious player get no. golf equipment at Walmart? Have you ever bought a ball at Walmart? No, I have not. A glove? I've no. I've bought
0: like a chipping net or something because it was like midnight and I'm like, I need to practice golf. Or so I, like it was a a weird point in my life, and I like, I was up late and I'm like, like where's open where I can buy like a golf chipping net because I need to work on chipping. And I think I went and bought a chipping net, but, I mean. No, no one buys it cuz they have like really old balls or really off brand balls. I like, can get Dunlops yeah, just and like... <laughs> and, yeah, I just, and top flights. It's like or, not what I think yeah. about getting my Especially cuz he's going to a golf course and although they're 20% more expensive, how many of them you do can You can buy eat? the ball that you want to play probably. Yeah, if he's playing a tied list, they probably sell Pro V ones. You don't need to course.
1: buy like a dozen. Like no, you, two sleeves. Two sleeves should get you, to, if you. If you're going through more than two yeah. sleeves, you should just yeah, you know, pack was it in, slam your trunk. Ball
0: changer and, after like three holes, I don't think so.
1: Uh, only to, to the extent that he lost balls. Which, if I'm recalling, I don't. I mean, it's pretty hard to lose a ball at Coyote Creek. Uh, I don't think he lost many. Maybe one other one mm-hmm. after that, but uh, are you a ball changer? Not not a lot. No, if it's scuff or visible, but you don't have like a cadence for like every four holes balls coming out. If I don't notice a, a, you know, something very noticeable, yeah, like a major smiley face or something, then I'm not changing it usually. Um, Unless I like hit a shot and I'm like, wow, that felt like it should have drawn and it faded, and (laughs) like (laughs) this ball probably isn't round anymore, right? Like I I generally don't. Um, Yeah, you gotta have a ball sponsor to. Yeah, to pull those moves the every three holers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, one other thing, and then we can. This will be a good segue into the Ryder Cup stuff. Caddies. So the one of the guys yeah. I played with had a caddy. Mm-hmm. I should put caddy in quotes, but um I mean, they, oh, I, and I say that all these guys were were very nice guys. Yeah. But just like really like fish out of waters, right? Like, mm-hmm. n- not <laughs> no yeah. chance of anyways. So this this guy had has a caddy that, like... Oh, and mind you, they let us take carts because the tournament course isn't very friendly to walk. Yeah. And, yeah, for pace of play, I think they just, you know, let us take a cart, which is sort of weird, but, like... So this guy's got a caddy. The caddy doesn't do anything on the first hole. Uh, second hole... Doesn't hold the flag? N- no. Dude, dude, nothing. Didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. On the second tee box the guy that's keeping my score realizes that he left my scorecard on the starters table and so he's like oh shoot you know i yeah i left it there and so he and i are riding in the cart and then the other guy and his caddy are riding in another cart and is that even allowed yeah apparently it, it is yeah i uh, thought you or Pl- or caddy had to ride in the cart yeah that's a good question i Whatever. I, yeah. You're whatever. Wrong. Like there was only there were two cards per group and we yeah. had an extra spot, so yeah. whatever. Right. Um, so we're all the three of us are teeing off, and the one guy who lost my scorecard or left it behind, he's like he talks to the caddy, and somehow between the two of them, they like figured out. Oh, well, the caddy can go back and mm-hmm. grab the scorecard. So the three of us hit, and we're like ready to go to our second shots up at the fairway, but the the third guy in the other cart. I was like, "Where's my caddy?" He didn't really he wasn't part of this conversation where his caddy was going to go back and get yeah. the scorecard and he was like you could tell he was visibly peeved uh that you know, oh, his caddy was doing this thing for somebody else. And so we're walking off the tee and the guy says the, the guy whose caddy had left says to the other guy, he's like, "Hey, you know, uh Jim, can you uh, you know, make sure that, you know, if you ask my caddy to do something, you ask my permission first? And I was just, like, really uncomfortable for a while, right? And at this point, it had only been one hole in. And so, you know, nobody really knows each other. And I'm just, like, driving the car, my car, with the other guy in the passenger seat. I'm just like, horrible. okay, whatever. And you would have thought that this guy's caddy would have, like, done something. Yeah. Like, if he really had so much other things to do, yeah. you know, he would have, like grab the flag or the yeah. bunker or, or, or and lining them up. Yeah, or talking like, to him. He though. literally yeah. did none of that for the rest of the day. Like the whole like I I wanted to ask him how much the flag stick weighed because <laughs> I if he said he didn't know, I would have asked him to pick it up. Yeah. You know <laughs> uh, but it was it was crazy. Um and it was Gosh. very 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 nice. But it was just like one of those days. It was kind yeah. of frustrating. I'm just like this That's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. Anyways. Caddies. Yeah. If you're if you're in a match in the Ryder Cup, mm-hmm. and like your your caddy is close to a competitor, Do you, you know, like caddies kind of team up on a group yeah. sometimes. Does it, does that happen in the Ryder Cup? If you're if you catch your caddy cleaning the ball of a player you're playing against, is that just like? I mean, does that does that piss you off? No, not no? me. Not me.
0: I I understand why it would, and there's certain players that I think it would. I bet it wouldn't make Tiger happy. Dude, Joe Acaba would get fired on the yeah, spot. Yeah, I bet. Tiger would would carry his own bag the rest of the day. Yeah, it wouldn't make Rom or Sergio happy, but like, I don't know. I don't, I don't picture Ricky getting mad. No. You know? Yeah, or, I agree. Or Rose, or yeah. people like with that temperament, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, are you one of those guys?
1: Probably not. I don't. I don't. I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's enough. hard because these guys, they're all friends. Not all of them, but yeah, most of them are pretty friendly. It's yeah. hard to
1: flip the switch, you know. All right, I mean, now what it... about raking a bunker though? Is that different than like cleaning the ball?
0: If it, if it, if you need them, yeah. yeah. But like, let's say you and your competitor are hitting out of the same bunker, yeah. You know, usually the second guy to go rakes the whole bunker. Like, is that, that's still got to be par.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's kind of reasonable. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But that's interesting. Like, what changes between the dynamic of a normal round? Like, not just the match itself, but, like, the extracurriculars. And I don't know. I mean, old school Ryder Cup that you see, like, yeah, they wouldn't have done that, you know? Yeah. Curtis yeah. Strange and Seve Ballesteros and yeah, or even Ollie no like yeah. they wouldn't have done that they, yeah. they, it was a lot more icy back then it seemed like yeah. now everyone's billionaires and fly around in private jets <laughs> together it's hard to hard to hate selling that much but yeah <laughs> and so many of the Euros play on the PGA Tour
1: yeah that's back true back when
0: uh, the Ryder Cup used to be I mean there's a decent amount that are but even Tyrell Hatton's coming over a little bit and yeah because they got all these WGCs and, and big events but yeah yeah that's true alright Ryder Cups so the week is upon us um, interesting stat I heard Patrick Reed and Jordan Spieth are the most winning US duo in Ryder er, in US Ryder Cup history five points they've won together and yeah, that makes no them losses right or maybe I don't they know tie? they might have ties
1: yeah. But, like, five points? That's yeah, that, our winningest like, duo? Like, Well, yeah, I think we've been looking for duos that actually win points for the majority <laughs> of the, the last 20 years. Like, I mean, Seve and, and Ulthauble
0: had 11 wins, two losses, and two halves. Now, that's the best of all time. Yeah. Um, next is uh, Lee Westwood and Darren Clark with 12 points, as well as Faldo and Woosnam but it's just funny the top three most successful duos in Ryder Cup history are all European oh, like yeah. there's very little continuity in the team game yeah for the United States It's interesting yeah it it kind of
1: is so do, do you are you were you nervous at all or does it make you nervous about the US players performance in the Tour Championship like no. Kapka, Reed, Watson and Mickelson all finished like dead last <laughs> together uh or is that just like a non-factor?
0: For me, it's a non-factor. Mm-hmm. Um, because they've been playing so good leading up to it. Maybe with the exception of Bubba. Um... Phil's been kind of... Phil's been... But, but still. I don't know. Phil's had a, a pretty good year, all in all. And he doesn't need much to get it going. Yeah. Um... I don't know. It's surprising. I would say that. Um... But to me it means maybe they just mentally weren't there. You know, they knew they couldn't win the tournament and they were kind of thinking about the next week. That's kind of what it means to me.
1: Yeah. Um, Who do you think are going to be the duos that come out of this week being sort of like the next most winningest pair, if you will? You know, like, do you think Reed and Spieth pair up this week?
0: So I heard talk that they weren't, but they got to, right? Yeah. I, I would assume. At least for one match. I mean, the predicted matchups, or pairings, are, are Tiger and Bryson. They're saying they're going to play together. I could see that. Yeah, I could see it. I don't picture that being some knockout duo. Um, I pretty much picture Tiger and anybody being a knockout duo <laughs> at this point. I, saw, I guess I'm biased because I saw Bryson hit a putt on Sunday at the Tour Championship, Uh-oh. and it was the worst thing I've ever seen. It was like... It was like a ten footer, maybe with like three inches of break, right to left. It looked slightly downhill, and it came up like two feet short and like a foot left. And and it looked the way he's so rigid and he's locked in. I was just like, dude, under the under the most extreme pressure, this is gonna
1: pull left. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, those greens at East Lake were racy. Yeah, um, I, I I don't remember watching a tournament that looked that slick they, on the they greens said, in a while.
0: The announcers are saying they're the best greens they've ever seen. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, what's his name? Tiger. Gosh, no, 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 no. The Golf Channel. Uh, Nablo? Yeah, Nablo. He said they're the best oh, greens, okay. best greens he's ever seen. Yeah, they were pretty good. I mean, the hammer some is Brooks and DJ. Um, that seems
1: like not the two either of them right are there. in
0: a form, but. They work out together, they're best friends on tour, and talk about similar games. Like we hit three thirty power cuts, (laughs) and we roll the rock. That's a duo that I don't want to play against if I'm a Euros. No, because there's you're you're behind everywhere. You're behind off the tee. You're they're both world class
1: putters. Like there's. Could you imagine if Poulter and Terrell Hatton roll up onto the tee and, yeah. DJ and Brooks just physically so, too, oh right? My, yeah, that's DJ's what I mean.
0: Tall and in shape, and then Brooks is huge, it's like a linebacker. Yeah, and it's like,
1: <laughs> yeah. whoa!
0: And they just both have the hammer, and I don't <laughs> it would know. Be, it's yeah, an intimidating that two. Be, that'd
1: be hard. That'd be hard.
0: That, I like this one a lot. Uh, Phil and Tony Finau. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That seems like a, a good, good pairing. Yeah. I agree. This yeah. one's interesting too. Rory and John Rahm. That yeah. I want to go against DJ. And uh, Brooks. I think that would be a fun matchup.
1: Yeah. That would be fun.
0: I mean, looking at this, the U.S. has pretty strong teams. Um, this is the best team they've
1: ever had, I think. It's
0: got to be the best team that they've ever had. I, I, I can't imagine like, a team that would have been better. I mean...
1: Maybe there was some team with... 18-10 like 18-10 mid- is a very real possibility, huh? <sighs> yeah. I, yeah, I think it is. I mean, because I don't see... Like, I think that the Americans are going to win, like, 8-4 in singles. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think that that's, that's the most likely... Like, somewhere around there, 7-5, yeah. you know, seven and a half four and a half, eight, 4 something like that. So they already got spotted, like, two points there, I think. I mean, I'm obviously getting ahead yeah. of myself a bit, but, like, that just seems, like, yeah. pretty likely, given the way that the Euros have played. Yeah. Um, and it could be even worse. I know. And so then, like, the team stuff, like... Maybe that's a bit of an equalizer. It certainly has been over the years. But, like... Mm. If if Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler is, like, your fourth best pairing... I know. You're doing pretty well. Yeah, you're doing really well. You're, like... You're crushing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. Because even, like, Webb and Bubba, like... Yeah, that, okay. That, they make that, a lot of birdies. That, that's, that's your... When they that, go play four ball, it's, like, game on, you know? Yeah. I mean, okay. I guess kind of running out of time, but, like, who's going to play all all five sessions on the United States and then Europe? Like, because it used to be Tiger was playing all five, right? I think he still plays all five. You think? Yeah. I wonder if he's going to tell him no. Like, hey, let's save my body. I got majors to
1: win. No, he wouldn't No, No, he, he's... He gets to take all winner yeah, off. Yeah, I was going to say, he's yeah. going to take all... A... <laughs> Couple months off, almost after this. Probably. Picture, like, do you think we see him in Hawaii to start the year?
0: Tocs. He hasn't played Tocs in. Ah, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Okay, sorry. Anyway, yeah. okay, five, five matches for Europe. Clearly, Rory, yeah, is going all five. Rory's going. I think Rose is going all five. Definitely, Fleetwood's going all five. Fleetwood is going all five, and Romer are going all five. Yeah, in my mind. Yeah. Maybe Stent. Casey. Hmm. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Francesco? If he's putting well, Francesco. Do you want be. Francesco to sit out? I don't want him sitting out. I don't. Playing. If I'm if I'm, like, I, I think Bjorn. Sergio but. has to sit out one or two matches. Polter Sergio will be in, in the four, four sums for sure. Dude, I think Thor Bjorn is the X factor for the Euros. You're, you're the worst. No way. Dude, if, if X that guy has three, X three good days. Yeah, th- then they, they could, lose. No, they could 16, win. 16-12. He's yeah. the guy for the Euros. If he plays well, he's the one guy nobody expects to play well. Nobody's not, not that they don't expect him. To, they, they don't think about him. He's the he's the one guy. If he, if he has a great three days of golf, which he's more than capable of doing, yeah, he's streaky. He could he could he could neutralize Justin Thomas or Ricky Fowler for a few days, like you know, yeah. one of those you know, like for sure.
0: Yeah, he can go low. Yeah, and he can make birdies. I just I don't and he's know. And it's, it's a, a big in big stage. I know, but it's a very, very big stage. Yeah. I I I would say there's it more than likely goes south for him. Not not like stays neutral and he plays okay. I'd say there's above fifty percent chance that he plays
1: significantly below his the mean for him. Oh man.
0: But that's just me. I don't know.
1: If there was a wager we could place on that, I would bet against you on that. But I don't know how we (laughs) Over under on points one? Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'll take the um. Yeah. What what's your number? I mean, one. It would have to be one. Cause he he. I, dogs, I'm taking very the very few over. players have ever got shut out. Right. I'm taking the over on one point for Thorbjorn. <laughs> All right, that lunch. We're betting lunch. I think. Yeah. yeah. I'll take the over on that. All right. Uh, Is it one a tie, or are you saying one I win? Are we saying the line at like one point in the Ryder Cup? So that means like two halves or a yeah. win, right? So if he gets one and a half or more, I win. Okay, one and a half or more. Oh, and well, you're saying if, if he gets one, is that a tie? Um, tell you what, we'll make the over-under, yeah. 1.25. 1. Oh, 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 yeah, 1.25. Okay, I got yep. the under. Perfect. Yep. All right.
0: Um, so now that I have free lunch next week, <laughs> <let's>, <laughs> who's going to play
1: five for the Americans? I mean, it's so, I mean, I don't, I think Bubba's sitting out at least once. Bubba's out. Yeah, I mean he Reed. You'd have to think. I this is weird. It's so right? hard to find somebody that you want to sit out. Like Mickelson sits out one for sure. Mickelson might sit out two say, sessions. Yeah, Bubba, maybe Webb. I think I think Mickelson plays. Eight. All right, who starts it off? We got alternate shot. I don't think Phil's Friday the, morning. I don't think Phil's in the morning session. Okay, in alternate shot. I think you sit out Phil in, in an alternate shot both days. DJ Brooks. Yeah, they're definitely in. Tiger, Bryson. Yeah. Um, Ricky and JT
0: and Spieth and P. Reed.
1: Man, that's, that's an insane Don't lineup. you think? That is an insane that's how it feels, right? lineup. Okay. Yeah. So Dude, the, why... they're
0: the possible ones that could play all five. I'd say Patrick Reed. Dude, what,
1: why do we even need Jim Furyk? Kevin Noto should just <laughs> captain the Ryder Cup team. Yeah, I should have. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. In in four ball.
0: Gosh. I mean we don't have a single rookie getting out there Friday morning then.
1: Do we even who's the, who are the rookies?
0: Kepka? Is he a rookie? No, for now and if, Oh, oh Deshambo is, sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, Kepka's Has he been on a team before? I can't remember. I don't know. Maybe he was President's Cup, but
1: yeah. he has I don't know.
0: It's interesting. I don't know. It's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, it will be. I'm gonna be
0: really tired Friday at work. <laughs> I'll <tell you> that. <laughs> yeah,
1: waking up at one o'clock in the morning to watch. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so. we should we should have a viewing party at the office and just, just come in yeah. super early. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Um, predictions like we, we've we've talked about this a bit over the last week or so. 1810. 1810 USA. Yeah. Man, I know I, it's so kind of so d- big. Do you know how anticlimactic that would be on Sunday if it was eight? Like, if they had, like, a five-point lead going into Sunday. We could find some. Maybe we go for the clean
0: sweep on Sunday. That's the.
1: That's <laughs> 12-0 in uh, singles. That would be outrageous. That's,
0: uh, that's what we're going that's for. That's not going to happen.
1: Uh, that would be insane, though. Uh, maybe
0: P. Reed gets in a fist fight with, like, ten Frenchmen or
1: something. That's the excitement we see on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right, I, I, I think that's possible. I think Yorubarn is going to be the one that, that makes it close. What do you think? 16 12. 16 12? That's my. Yeah. 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 I it's still hard think the American. Yeah, yeah. huh? If this American team loses, it will be the single most disappointing Ryder Cup in the history of road Ryder Cups. Like we've had a couple home games, I think over the years, but like I can't remember a time when it would be would have been more disappointing. Yeah, like I this, agree. Like it's just it's stacked. It's a lot of pressure though for like that could work against them, you know. It's like oh, it, you're it definitely adds
0: pressure, but but talent trumps pressure, you know. Should I mean definitely should over three days? Yeah, talent should trump it, it. I guess it's also the fact that the Euros in my mind are weak. It's not just how good we are. It's like the captain's picks were wrong in my mind. Um the people who auto qualified are good players but not like like, you know, jaw dropping or anything. Right. Right. Um I don't know. It's it's interesting. So, even people like Norrin and and I know your boy, Fjorborn, and Tyrell Hatton, they're good players, but, like, they're not that good when you put them next to Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth and Brooks Kepka. You know, they're, they're
1: just not that good compared to them. Yeah. So. And, like, Stenson, as good as he is, he's not been as good this year. That's the thing.
0: Like, Noren hasn't been as good this year, at least... He's been playing a lot. I haven't watched his second, European second, starts. Yeah,
1: second half of the year, he's definitely but, been as good. Yeah, in, yeah,
0: early on it was good. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting, yeah. to say the least. Uh, we've definitely gone over our time. We got a little sidetracked with my pre-qualifier <laughs> stories, but um, it's been a fun fun week, fun PGA Tour season, and uh, certainly this is a fitting way to kind of cap off the the golf season, and yeah. uh, looking forward to, to following up next week. I think we're going to have my buddy, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll do a little recap. We've got a special European guest who will be joining us next week to recap yeah, the week's festivities. So um, stay tuned for that next week, and uh, enjoy every shot this week on the Ryder Cup. See you guys. I'm just sitting here in front of you guys.
0: Talking. Just hanging out here.